guys, it is Caitlin and we are back with another episode again this week, just me. I hope you have been enjoying the guests and as always, like you can catch up with like anything we have been doing, it's always going to be on the Instagram and usually kind of like flung about on the Twitter, but Twitter, <laughs> Twitter's mad. So this week, just me, just me and you just us, just alone with you, just me and you, just us. I wanted to talk about my experience that I have kind of touched on previously in the past and it is about the stalker. Oh my god, who does she think she is? She had a stalker? What? Yeah, well, it's true, it happened and I have encountered and experienced and dealt with and had to kind of come to terms with the fact that people are fucking weird, people are crazy and people don't give a fuck about anyone else. Like, they actually don't. So, here I come with my fucking big mad stories. I, it was actually in June 2019, I had just come out of a long-term relationship with someone. It did not end well. But, you know, it's all good. We went, like, blonde as blonde can be, proper, like, (laughs) very, very cute. Like, it was a fucking moment and you never know, I might go back to fully blonde. Right now I'm rocking a balayage. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere, you'll see the situation with the hair. (laughs) Back to the story. So, last June, after, like, a month of the gym and doing things and just like getting back on it me and the girls I worked with and we all work in the west end at the time we're like fuck it let's just go out and we're like okay cool let's go out so after a saturday shift because we all work saturdays of course we do the beauty industry you can't get a saturday off so we are in the shop getting ready getting dressed drinking the wine that good old carla brought in and <laughs> suddenly we're out of wine so I'm floating about in high-waisted jeans, a little bodysuit, the longest, blondest hair, the biggest fucking eyelashes, honest to God, put me on a runway and I'd take off. Like, that is the vibe. And I also had a big, massive camouflage jacket on, but, like, it's one of those ones. I like to kind of tweak and change and alter my clothes a little bit. Um, So it's covered in, like, badges and, like, little sewn-in, like, patches and stuff like that, just to make it a little bit funky and also so that nobody has the same fucking jacket as me. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> so then there's little Joanne and she's another one of the girls that I used to work with and she's sitting there and she's got like a kind of, her little cute outfit and then she's got like a camel denim jacket on so the two of us look like a little hunting party, of course we do, we're out here terrorising the men of Glasgow so suddenly Carla's like, oh shit, eh, I've actually got gin in the boom and we're like, alright, cool, here we fucking go <laughs> she only had gin in the boot. she had like maybe one tenth of a bottle of tonic water and she kind of just topped up heart in Joanne's glass and I was just kind of came out so we're standing at the back of this woman's car in the middle of the street um in West End of Glasgow drinking gin and um yeah so it was just pretty mental so we're just standing there in the middle of West End drinking gin straight at the back of some woman's car like how classy are we like there's no higher class than that like BYOB, bring your own bottle, bring your own boot, bring your own bullshit. So then we went up to Ashton Lane, we went into this little cafe and we bumped into one of the, well we didn't bump into, we planned to, we met up with the rest of the team that were going like out with us that night and 
we were sitting just drinking cocktails, getting like quite like lady wet. Like we were like <laughs> pretty drunk. Um, and we are like being just a little bit mental, just having like a proper good time. You know that way when girls just get together and there's no bad vibes, everyone's having a fucking laugh, everyone's on the same page, we all are just like enjoying each other's company, like it's just, it's just so nice, like more nights out need to be like that, less of the fucking animosity. However, nights out aren't happening. So back to last year, we're floating about and we're sitting and then Carla's like, oh my god, there's Emily Sandy, she's just walking out. And we were all like, shut up. No, it's not. Literally the next day, Emily Sandy's like photographed like all over like socials being like, oh, I was in this fucking restaurant and here's me with a picture of the chef. Like, here we are. <laughs> so we were just sitting like, all right, cool, here we fucking go. This is bizarre. Um, then we kind of floated around, went into like a few other places Um but while we were in a few of the bars, like, a few guys kind of came up to talk to me and I was, like, not really interested. But I should also point out that the girls that I used to work with, there was a kind of age gap of about four years. So I was 23 and they were kind of, like, I don't know. Well, there was a definite kind of difference in age. <laughs> um, and that was fine. Like, no issue for me at all. But they were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why do people keep approaching you? And I was like, I don't know. But I definitely had a very small man, well, boy, he was like a, a small, twindly teenage boy. And he was like, oh, I work in Barsoba, and you should definitely come and visit me. And I was like, all right, Pinocchio, calm down. And then went back to our table. Then, as we kind of got drunker and drunker and bar hopped and bar hopped, because back then you were allowed to do so without a mask, without booking. It was a Saturday night in Ashton Lane, and it was all happening. We ended up in the ubiquitous trip, and... I had never been in before because I'm obviously, I'm East End of Glasgow, I'm not going to lie, and my nights out pretty much are all in the city centre. I think, I mean, I don't have any sort of anything against the West End, and I've had a few nights out there, like, here and there, but it's never been like, oh my god, we have to go to the West End. I would never be seen in the city centre. Like, I just don't give a fuck, like, but the city centre just is busier, and I don't know, it just seems more fun, and it's more accessible, and obviously I stay in the East End, so taxis, backwards and forwards are definitely easier from city centre. Nevertheless, we're in the West End at this point, and we go to this place, um... And I've got a few friends that are like bar staff and that in like places all over kind of Glasgow and they, <laughs> he was like, oh my God, you're at the chip, that's amazing, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of hyped that up and I was like, right, okay, here we go. We went up the stair because the guy kind of ushered us up in the bottom floor or whatever the hell the situation in that place is, was like fucking mobbed. So we go up the stair, it is, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God. It is just all of these old men in suits. So I feel like this should have been a Friday night at the bar instead of a fucking Saturday night because we know these men in suits don't work Saturdays. We know. And um, if they have put on a suit to come out, they could have fucking ironed it, put on a fresh one. I don't know. Because it looks like you've just finished a fucking work day and you're trying to pull some bitch in a West End bar with your suit on. No, no, no. I'd much rather a smart jumper and a pair of jeans like... If you are out here trying to get some fucking attention, like, sort your shit out, okay? Put your dentures in properly, get the glue in, put your fucking toupee on right, make it work, and don't just turn up with a tired-ass suit being like, mm, hello, no, no, that doesn't work, it's never gonna work. So, now that I've ranted about the appearance of the place and the custom... <laughs> um, we went in and we were standing at the bar. Now, behind the bar, 
and this makes more sense as to how I would know the bar staff, or some of them anyway, they're all young boys. They're all kind of like between the ages of 20 and 30. Well, maybe some are over 30, I can't remember. But the ones we were dealing with were kind of like mid to late 20s, which is fine for me. And we were just sitting, like having a laugh with these boys, and they're all jumping about like monkeys, like shaking up like whatever cocktails, like, you know, pretending they're fucking, is it Tom Cruise? <laughs> Tom Cruise and cocktail, whatever the hell his name is. And yeah, so that was the fine. That was fine. We are paying no attention to the weird men around us. So at this point, four has become three. One of the girls went home. Our man came and picked it up. Always need a man that's going to come and get you after a night out. We're in this place, ignoring the men in the suits, talking to the bar staff, having a laugh, a little bit of flirting's going on. We're all a little bit tipsy. It's all fucking riotous and this guy who's like heading the pyramid formation of other old guys <laughs> that's coming up to us is like oh, is this a hunting party <laughs> mm. what did you see the camouflage jacket and your brain went in overdrive how long have we been standing here 10 minutes is that how long it took you to think of that fucking joke Say something else, funny man. <laughs> and you know what? If it was a fucking hunting party, there's a reason we left you alone. Fuck off. Fuck off. All the way off. Don't come near us. This actually happened a few times. Not with a hunting joke, but just guys trying to chat to us. And you know that way they kind of put their hand on you? I'm just fucking glad I didn't take my jacket off. That's all I'll say about it. So then we end up squeezed in a table because we always got to find a little seat, a little perch and we're just having a fucking laugh the, then now this is where we decide we're gonna go dancing now me totally clueless did not know this place had a club we get to or and more so the three of us get to or and more we are having the like best time we're like laughing giggling walking down the street da, 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 da. here we go we're going to get more drinks in the bar and then when the club opens we'll go to the club da 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 da, da. um <laughs> and that da, 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 da. that's us walking through the west end we get to Oramore and the guy at the door it's nice enough you can tell he's not from the west end but that's okay he's a rough around the edges nice man and he gets us like what should I do da, da, da. and you go see you later have a good time the three of us are like woo and we go so we're walking around and it's a fucking mob it's so busy but obviously the Oremore is a converted church which is on the corner of some street in Glasgow <laughs> can't remember the name of it and it is facing the botanic gardens and it's on a big cross it's next to like it's not far away from like um the bovine which is next to the big hilton um yeah it's prime real estate in the west end of glasgow so yeah so we're in there it's very very busy it's got like beer gardens outside so it's all converted but you can still tell it's a church like they may have put neon lights around this fucking spear but it's all good it still looks like a holy place so then we go in and we're just chilling floating about trying to like actually get to the bar um and one of the girls like kind of looks at me because I don't really pay attention and she was like oh my god everyone's like watching you and I was like no they're not (laughs) no they're not (laughs) she's like no like wherever you go there's always someone that's trying to like talk to you or whatever and I was like no shut up (laughs) 
<laughs> let's just not talk about that and let's just go and get more drinks and have a good fucking time which is fine that's all we came to do really I was not interested in talking to anyone else everyone that I had come into contact with was put the fuck down I really didn't care didn't give a shit I wasn't here to talk to boys I wasn't there to do anything other than have a good night have a laugh mess about with my pals like that was it and that was that was the whole fucking vibe of the whole night and <laughs> the girl was like oh I want to sit down because we eventually did get to the bar and I was like oh there's a space over there um next to the man with the tattooed eyeballs <laughs> if you're brave enough on you go um I was like I'll get the next round so I'll just stay at the bar but I'll come over so they eventually got over and I can kind of see them being like oh will you squeeze in next to you and then the man with the tattooed eyeballs was just sitting like and I mean I don't think there was any part of him that wasn't tattooed I feel like if there was any part of him, it was going to be his literal ring, his actual arsehole, like the fucking sphincter. I feel like that man probably had, like, the fucking soles of his feet tattooed. Shit you not, like, he literally, both sides of his hands, his whole head, his eyeballs, everything. And I was like, so while they're talking over there and kind of getting acquainted with this monstrosity of a tattooed man, I'm at the bar getting the drinks in. And it's a very, very busy bar. But I'm also six foot tall. <laughs> with big boobs and very blonde hair and ridiculous eyelashes so I wasn't waiting for long (laughs) but there's this massive guy this absolutely mammoth man like huge humongous so I'm six foot so he must have been at like six foot six he was I was like shoulder level to this guy like just and he was twice as wide like honest to god so then he was like oh hey can I buy you a drink I said well I actually just bought some drinks but you can buy me some shots because who the fuck doesn't want shots on a night out I just can't get my head around it so he actually bought us me and him um two shots of tequila so we done shots at the bar and then he was like oh and I was like well I'm gonna go over here (laughs) where my people are and this weird man with a tattooed in his eyeballs and thank you for the shot (laughs) And then he followed me over and he sat at the edge of the table and I'm dealing with this man, this tattooed man, and he's like, oh, I'm from Glasgow, da 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 No, you're not. No, you're not. Do you know how I can tell you're not from Glasgow? I can tell by your voice. I can tell by the way you're talking. I can tell by your accent that you're not from Glasgow. Turns out he was from Edinburgh. Da-da, bingo, there we go, there's the fucking truth. And I was like, why are you trying to claim you're from Glasgow if you're from Edinburgh? And he was like, Oh, and I was like, okay, I can see that your brain is filled with ink. Um, please calm down. <laughs> so then we're sitting, and there's this like kind of little meek man sitting next to him. It's been quite quiet, and then suddenly I know this guy's got a fucking like glob on him, and he's suddenly very confident. And he's like, blah, 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 like this is his business card. Somebody like taser you? What the fuck happened? Somebody switch you on? Shut up. <laughs> put your card in your fucking mouth and be quiet but like yeah so that was pretty mental and then the girls were a wee bit uncomfortable like let's go and I was like fair fucking enough let's go and I had completely forgotten about the man that had bought us well me the shots I completely forgot about the mammoth man (laughs) so I'm just like yeah bye guys I'm like ready to fucking run out of this bar to get to the little bit downstairs and he's like oh Caitlin come back and I was like it was a very um 
I don't know, Jack and Rose moment, don't let go. And I was like, bye, <laughs> fucking sinking to the bottom of the ocean. I'm Leo in the situation. Bye, Rose. <laughs> Be miserable without me. Um, yeah, so this guy, this guy was like, can I get your number? And I was like, no, because I stopped giving my number out because people are fucking weird. Um, I said, you can't have my number, but you can have my Instagram. So follow, you get me on Instagram. Da, da, da. Bye, 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 bye. And you can't see me right now, but my hands are up. And I'm like hopping away, hopping out the bar. Um, and that was fine. And the guys at the door, the bouncers, and that like, oh, I'll see you later, girls. Blah, blah, blah. I says, oh, we're only going downstairs. We'll probably will see you later. Don't even stress about it. We'll be back. We know you love us. And, um, you know, I'm just enjoying my first time at more. <laughs> so then we walk around. And we go down the stairs, well, we we get to the gate, so this place has like three sections to it, well, actually more than that, but three kind of doors in. There's some sort of cocktail bar at the back, which is like a small back entrance to the church building. Um, then it's got the basement, which has been converted into a club, and then you've got obviously like the bar. But see, when you go into the bar, there's like stairs upstairs, and there's also a kind of restaurant section in the bar area. It's a fucking mess. I don't know. I don't know, and I'm not going to ever know. <laughs> not after what happens next. So this um, bouncer at the gate for the club. He was like, hi guys, oh, and he put his hand right up in front of my face. Well, not my face, but like my kind of throat chest area. He stopped me, in my tracks, he stopped me, and I was like, oh shit. I swear, I'm old enough to be here, like, I'm just like, oh. But it's 23, like, you know, definitely old enough to be here. And he was like, I need to see your ID. And I kind of looked at Carla and Joanne and I was like, oh, okay. Like, why not just let us in? <laughs> but, whatever. So, gave him my ID. He only took mine. Carla tried to give her ID. She's telling him, like, our whole life story. She told him, actually, where we worked as well, which was really handy for <laughs> future reference. Um, and then he was like, no, no, that's okay. I don't need to see your ID. But then he obviously took mine, and he kind of looked at it and looked at me. And obviously, in my ID, I have very dark hair, but not that you can really tell because it's on like a fucking pink background and it's kind of like a grey. But definitely it's not blonde in the picture. <laughs> and my eyelashes definitely are not that big on my ID. So that was fine. He let us in. He went downstairs. So this bouncer was like really massive. He had loads of tattoos on his head, on his neck. Um, we go down the stairs um, and... We put our coats in, we're at the bar, we're getting the drinks in. Carla turns around, she's got a fucking bottle of water that nobody seems to understand where she got it from. She's just dancing about shaking it like, you know one of those shaker like weight things? You just sh- fucking, the one that makes you look like you're fucking sucking somebody off or giving some sort of fucking hand job, and it's supposed to, I don't know, juggle your fat away. I don't really know how it works, I don't really care. But <laughs> she's shouting a bit like, look at the fucking maraca, she's like going for it. Like go go Carla like let's fucking make it work and um yeah we're all having like the best time we're drinking I've got the vodka cranberries in because that's a disco drink and um (laughs) we we're just floating about so we've managed to secure a little another pew but this time away from the men so then Joanne's like, oh my god, let's get Jaeger bombs. And I'm always like, a Jaeger bomb is a sign of a good night. So here we fucking go, let's go and get some fucking Jaeger bombs. At the bar, it is packed. Now, 
I'm standing, talking to Joanne, da da da, dancing, bobbing about in a slow crowd, kind of just having a good time. Do you know that way you're just like messing about, having a laugh? Everyone's for it, there's no hostility, it's all good. And somebody behind me goes, Is somebody wearing alien? <laughs> and I was just like, Oh dear God. And Joanne's like, Oh my God, Caitlin's wearing alien, oh my God, that's you, it's all to you. And I was like, Oh. Wow, I really lucked out tonight. <laughs> so, so this guy in this like almost luminous aqua blue shirt, like he looks like a pool tile. You know one of those pool tiles that you would get at the bottom of the pool in fucking Ibiza somewhere? Or, I don't know, Benidorm, somewhere else, I don't know, some sort of pool, any pool, all the pools, that kind of blue. And I was like, oh fuck. But he's also like literally in my armpit at this point like he's like grabbed me he's got so this wee man this wee aqua blue man this little luminous blueberry has got me by the fucking waist like a fucking anaconda big boa constrictor and he's like squeezing me and I'm like whoa easy he's literally got his face in my tits telling me I smell amazing I fucking know I bought the perfume I sprayed the perfume I realized oh before I bought the perfume it was a good choice Get away from me, you freak. <laughs> so, while I'm having all the air squeezed out of me, Joanne has got to the bar, bought the Jaeger bombs, and I'm dealing with this man, this child-sized man, who's very chunky. He's shaped like, um... Does everyone know? Does everyone know? Like a fucking school teacher over here. Does everyone know the Matt Lucas, like Humpty Dumpty, like style looking egg freaks from Alice in Wonderland? He looked like him, but with curly hair. So he starts telling me how he's an actor, and that is how the fuck you know you're in the West End. And I was like, so have you starred in anything other than your fucking home birthing video? What the fuck? So. As he's squeezing me, he's like, you're so pretty, you could be a model. And I was like, maybe I am a model. And he's like, oh my God, that would be perfect, an actor and a model together. And I was just like, really not into this. But like, the more I pulled away, the tighter he squeezed. So I kind of was just stuck there. And he starts kind of like trying to jostle me about, which also is ridiculous because I actually can't get away from this small man that's squeezing his face into my tits. No wonder he was trying to jostle me about. These things move. And... Joanne comes up and she's giving me two fucking Jaeger bombs and he's literally shaking me like in Animal Crossing when you shake the tree and like the money falls out or the beehive falls out you know it was one of those moments and I'm like leave me alone like I don't want to be grabbed I don't want you to shake me but he wouldn't let go of me he's still sniffing me and I'm standing holding these Jaeger bombs and as he's shaking me the Jaeger bomb like spills out all over his um, top. Well, not all of it, just mainly Red Bull. <laughs> so the alcohol was fine. Of course it was. And he literally could not have flung me away any harder. He could not have flung me. He literally, I felt like he was kicking off of me. He like swam a full into the pool. That's the force he shoved me away. He's like, <gasps> my shirt. And I was like, don't worry, I'm sure you can get another one at Asda. Um, see ya, West End wine car, bye. Like, so that was fine. And literally, for the rest of the night, this guy 
was like drawing the eyes off us, giving us growlers, pulling all the fucking faces. And I was like, can you take a step back? You harassed me. You grabbed me. You inappropriately touched me. You're weird. I'm not a model. You're not an actor. You're a West End wanker. See you later. <laughs> but we were right at the door, like between the kind of hallway to the cloakroom and that, in our little like corner office of the club. And um, so he passed us quite a lot. So then we were sitting and more men in suits came in. What is it with the West End? I don't get it. Um, so these guys are sitting and we're like dancing about and having a good time. And then a few of them tried to come up and dance with actually me because at this point Carla and her bottle of water had headed home. Um, so that was fine. And she let us know she got home safe. Of course she did. It's fucking prime time. You know, got to make sure everyone's safe. And this group of guys are kind of harassing me and Joanne and they're like oh my god you can really move and me and my infinite wisdom and my very very blonde hair I put my vodka cranberry above my head and tried to squeeze past them but in trying to do that I spilt the vodka cranberry all over my hair <laughs> so we can already tell the state of the situation we're all very drunk I was blackout at one point and at this kind of point I kind of came back to so we're almost going full circle. I'll probably be sober by the time we got home, do you know? And anyway, so we're dancing about and as the night rolls on, um, I've bumped into the bouncer that took my ID a few times. So he was kind of passing through. Um, he, <laughs> I was dancing and he kind of came up behind us and again, placed hand on like the waist and was like, excuse me, which is fine, like, because it's hard to hear someone in a club. Um, and it wasn't like just a random drunk man. It was actually the bouncer who was like trying to move furniture or whatever. So I could kind of be like, all right, fair enough. So then as it gets closer to the closing time, everyone seems to have disappeared. It's me and Joanne and two little geeky guys. Like, and I mean literally geeky guys. They look, um, they look like they wouldn't be out of place in like weird science. Um, you know, so it was very bizarre so Joanne's dancing about she's like oh, I love you so much we're having the best time and I was like I fucking know and this bouncer is literally kind of hovering hovering around like the club and you know that way before a shark attacks like they kind of circle and they circle and then they circle and then you're dead or they at least bite half of you <laughs> bite you tear you in half kill you instantaneously depends what area of the body they are going for I don't know I've never been bitten by a shark so it was like that and I'm like shit we're about to get chucked out of here like come on mum will will dance to the toilet let's go and get like our jackets because really honestly at this point it's me Joanne and these two little geeky guys that are trying to dance with her so I'm trying to keep them away from her and keep the bouncer away from us (laughs) Well, not keeping away, but definitely keeping an eye on, like, what the next move is for us. So, I was like, let's go to the toilet. So, we go to the toilet, and I am literally, like, not even kidding when I tell you. No wonder the dance floor was so fucking quiet. Every single female that's ever joined that or been in that club was in the bathroom. Was in that motherfucking bathroom. And I was like, shit, okay, right. So, I'd been, and I was like, right, Joanne, you go. I'm going to get the coats, whatever. So, I'm standing there, once again, in my camouflage jacket with all my bells and whistles on. And I'm on my phone, and suddenly, this big body is right in front of me. 
And he's like, hey, I've never seen you in here before. And I look up and I'm like, oh, it's that bouncer that took my ID at the door. And that followed me about the club. And that stopped us for a little minute. And I was like, oh, hi. Well, that'll be because I've never been in here before. And he was like, ha ha. Um, so yeah, I just kind of been keeping an eye on you, but like, I'm really like, think this is like, you know, a good thing. And, um, do you want to give me your number? And I just looked him dead in the face. I was like, will you let me back in if I don't? <laughs> and he was like, ha ha. And I can't really remember much else of the conversation, but, um, ended up swapping numbers. That was fine. The whole time, Joanne standing at the other side of this little hallway, she'd snuck past me. And she's taking videos and like pictures and she's sending it into the group chat. And I'm like, can you stop? So anyway, we leave. We go and get food. We bump into the tattooed eyeball man. He's also getting a sausage supper for the road. And I think I got chatting with Cora, actually. A, an old favourite of mine. And we're sitting at one of the steps facing the botanics. And it's pouring down. We're waiting on a taxi. And this bouncer man is here. And he's just floating about and we're like all right cool he's like oh you know I could I could have given you a lift home and I was like no you absolutely could not have I would never have allowed that bye and he's like oh you should have said like I could have phoned you a taxi but well it's leaving time home time time for the clubs to be shut and we left the club surely that was enough indication to tell you we were going home I don't know about you but that seems pretty logical to me and he was like oh so eventually we got in a taxi when he got home, when I got home, he sent me a picture of him. Now, he is like cross-legged on the side of a bed. I couldn't see anything of the genital persuasion, but I could definitely see that he had tucked it up. He definitely, he looked like he was auditioning for fucking RuPaul's Drag Race, okay? That's how like tight the tuck was. It was pushed in between his legs. He's obviously sitting on that or whatever. I don't know what the method of that was. But he crossed his legs over. He was fully naked apart from the socks. Now, I don't know what the fucking deal is with the socks. I don't know why you would keep your socks on. Just take your socks off. Like, are you kidding? I just don't get it. I really, really do not know what the script is with the sock situation. Um, <laughs> not really going to think too much on it, but I kind of immediately was like, what the hell is this? And was that to the girls, he just sent me the most bizarre picture. And they were like, oh my God, a dick pic. And I was like, no, like him naked with no dick, like with socks on, what is going on? And we're all just like laughing and joking about it. And I was like, sorry, um, I don't know who the fuck you're talking to, but it's not me. Take that shit elsewhere. Um, and I was quite like brutal about it and I was quite harsh and I'm definitely like I'm a hard person to get along with if you don't start off on the right foot like that is a hard fact and um, yeah so <laughs> the conversation swiftly moved along he was very like keen to talk to us he was only 24 at the time I was 23 and um, yeah so he was talking to us for about four days or something he's like I would love to take you out I would love to take you to this one place for a starter then we can go across town and we can go to this five star Michelin chef world renowned hotel chef restaurant and do this and then we can go to another area of Glasgow and we can have this amazing dessert and then after that we can have a coffee at this other part outside of Glasgow and I'm just like Okay, um, so that's four stops for possible body dumping. Um, can we just stick with a, maybe a fucking coffee, you weirdo? 
who the hell tries to date somebody at four different places like without actually having met and agreed with them or spoke to them like for longer than a couple of days you met me steaming drunk you might have met me but I did not meet you like hang on and also a little safety tip all of the coffee sober mind easy to get out of that's the fucking dream that's the goal that's the move and that's what you should do if you're unsure of someone or you know coffee's an interview so many people push for other but we're going back to the story so like a week or so later we get a coffee and the girls were like oh my gosh like what's gonna happen and I was like no nah, I'm just going for a coffee like nothing else nothing no drama no hassle we went for a coffee and he's sitting in front of me he's like oh my god you're so intimidating what says the man who's like six foot three covered head to toe in tattoos he's been telling me like all about his heritage so turns out his he's half cuban and half white and he's like massive he's like a really quite a big guy and he's like oh i'm so intimidated by you and i was like well that's on you nothing to do with me if you're intimidated by me i'm just chilling what the fuck he then managed to balls up putting sugar in coffee and i was like right okay now this is where it gets interesting he had a full sleeve and you know the kind of generic rows and like a fucking two little stopwatches not stopwatches <laughs> stop the clock but um time pieces like little time pieces like pocket watches and um I was like oh do you have kids do you have kids no he said no he's like no 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 uh, they're for they're for my brother and my sister and I was like all right 24 year old boy tell me what age are your brother and your sister oh well when my brother's eight I said right well maybe my sister's 21 okay not a fucking chance alright cool cool thanks for the coffee I'm going away see you later um he's like well I'll see you again I says mm, we'll see and left and that was fine and then I went back and I said to the girls because I just went back to work um because I knew that they would still be like in there and I was like what the fuck do you think of this and they were like oh my god he's definitely got kids and I was like doesn't he okay so then I go on Instagram and find out he does actually have kids and I said to him why did you lie why did you lie to me like that's bizarre and the fact that you kind of said you didn't have kids it gave me this massive soft story and how you so so sorry I says listen you can't be honest you literally denied you had kids whether they are like all yours or not like I don't you know don't I don't play that game you're not being honest is like an immediate no and then denying you have kids is even fucking worse okay like that's so wild to me Jesus Christ, if you said you had kids, it's not an issue. I just, yeah, it's just mental. So I was like, right, whatever. Decided it wasn't for me. Told him I wasn't interested in someone who wouldn't be upfront and honest and also would deny that his kids are there, alive, real. And here comes the fucking bullshit behaviour of phoning, 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 texting, 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 texting. I blocked his number. I blocked his WhatsApp. I blocked him on Instagram. He got a new Instagram account. He got a Facebook account. He found me on Facebook. He started, like, sending me stuff on, like, Snapchat. Like, it just got mental. It got so, so intense. Phoning me from different phone numbers, phoning the shop. Like, it was crazy. At one point, um, I was getting all these mental, mental messages. And I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And obviously he knew where I worked because of the conversation we had at the door of Oramore's club and I was like this is fucking bizarre what the fuck 
Um, and then I started getting flowers and chocolates delivered to me at work with notes. And I was just like, oh dear God. Eventually, like I just said to him, you need to stop otherwise I'm taking this further. And like it just became so, so bizarre and so mental and quite frightening. Like where I worked at in the West End and we sometimes finished late at night and it was starting to, so it was like the end of June, July, which is obviously summer, which is fine. But and there was CCTV and everything. And I had to say to my boss, I was like, listen, um, I am dealing with this guy who knows where we work. Like, it's fucking wild. And she was quite frightened for it as well. She was like, this is crazy. And I was like, I know. So it was very, very bizarre. And it was scary at the time. Like, it's fair enough to kind of, like, slag it off and make it kind of a joke now. But at the time, that is quite frightening. And that's, like... That's only one story of like men being ridiculous and badly behaved and irresponsibly damaging to someone. Um, so yeah, like that's <laughs> that's a stalker story. That's how it became that way, and that's what happened. Um, that's just bizarre. But like, obviously, on a more serious note, I have dealt with plenty of online guys, guys texting, phoning, whatever, ex-boyfriends that don't take the hint, um, keep bringing up like new accounts to message, phone, text, whatever, um, turning up at places, you know, it just, it is what it is, um, and it's, it can be scary and it can be frightening, um, I recently worked with someone, um, and it went from professional to him, being interested in me for me to then tell him I wasn't interested um, especially after some of the comments and things made and some of the stuff that had been posted and sent to me like illicit pictures and I said listen I'm not interested I'm not going to pretend I'm not going to keep this going and he went fucking mental now I'm talking hundreds of messages constant phone calls video chats everything and I'm just like okay this is disruptive as hell. Like, people acting like that as if that's normal. Like, I'm starting to understand now why American girls have such a fucking hard time just saying no at a bar. Like, people are scary and that needs to change. So, what I wanted to do, obviously, as well as make light of, I wanted to bring attention to something that is very, very serious, which is um, harassment, be it in person or online be it from crazy stalker like style people to just ex-boyfriends all this stuff that makes girls and women and hopefully and definitely other men and anyone who you know deals with men it can be very frightening and very off-putting and very scary which is unfortunately the hard part of the world today like I had a friend who told me she was frightened she was out of walk and she wasn't sure of the area so she cut her walk short to come back to the flat because she was out without her boyfriend and I'm sure everyone can relate to at some point feeling threatened or unsafe be it in a bar out in public anywhere so I wanted to bring attention to all of this and also to just pull up a point of For the illicit pictures, unless someone says, oh my god, yes, I want to see your dick so bad. Unless they say that, unless they ask, sending a dick pic without consent is illegal and you can phone your police department or whatever's near you and report that. 
Um, I would say screenshot it for proof. Um, and don't crop out like the name or your chat or your messages or whatever. Doesn't matter if you were like being flirty or whatever. Someone sending you a dick pic without consent is illegal. I would know. I'm dealing with some stuff right now. It is illegal. You can report it. They can be charged. And they, I think, get put on a sex offenders register. So do not hesitate. You don't have to put up with that. And also, because obviously it's a serious issue, I am going to post some links. I'm going to post up maybe some numbers and things. It'll be on the Instagram. It'll be, you know, made available. And, you know, don't be frightened to speak up on like your situation and what you had to deal with. Because obviously, there's someone out there who's maybe dealing with something worse or they don't know that there's help out there or they don't think that this is not normal okay and it's not normal you shouldn't have to put up with it and that's also part of the reason of the girl wasted podcast it is me female-led here we go like let's just fucking take this by the balls by the fucking scruff of the neck we're going to make it work and it is what it is people need to start being held accountable for their actions and I also want to make sure everyone is safe that is my first and foremost um concern and always agony and wasted is here for like whatever else you can always find me on instagram at girl underscore wasted and on twitter at girl underscore wasted underscore okay my loves hopefully that little snippet of let's be real for a minute did not kill the vibe of the fucking bullshit harassment stalker story of a night out that I had (laughs) and the continued harassment of exes. Love that for me. Okay, my loves, have an amazing day and I will see you next Sunday.